Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. All right, today's guest needs no introduction. You guys all know him. It's UConn head coach Dan Hurley. So, coach, thanks for coming back on this year. Good to be back on, Jared, and I hope uh, hope the year ends the same, man. We started the season last year with this, so. Exactly. I mean, if I can help help in any way I can, I'll, I'll see what I could do here. Um, we're, we're just about uh, under a week here until the opener. Give me gut feeling at this point in the season, you know, in the preseason here, your feelings on the team at, at this point. Well, they're, they're mixed. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think you're until you start playing games, I think your your coach would a certain level of um, let's say you know paranoia um, or just looking at all the things that your team isn't because you're in large part um, you know kind of preparing um, for like the the worst parts of your team to be exposed. So I, I think you're. You know, your mindset really up until getting a couple days out from the opener is like kind of more like a training camp mentality that we're coming out of right now, which is like <clears throat> go harder, not good enough, uh, not tough enough, not sharp enough, not connected enough to now as we get closer to the opener start trying to build your 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 collective confidence up of the group um but you know going into an opener with a lot of new players and young players and having lost some 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 really great veteran players um you know probably um not 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 as sure as what it's going to look like on Monday as you go into the season with those feelings, you, you also enter the season with, with very high national expectations this year. How do, you, how do you manage going into a season with expectations like that? Because I know in, in your past years here, there have been expectations, but not necessarily to the level they're at heading into this season. Yeah, I just think as long as you're an individual, you know, the expectations that, that I put on myself, the, the expectations I put on the staff, the expectations I put on the on, on the team, the players, the organization, um, they're higher than the externals. They, um, you know, they, they certainly are with this team because, you know, with the healthy Donovan, um, you know, and, and with these young guys being able to help us this year, these freshmen in particular, you know, we, we could set our, our target on trying to accomplish the, the biggest things that you could do in college. So, um, you know, my, my, I don't, that's never a problem. I think here for the people that coach here and play here, um, because we're, we're, we're focused on, you know, trying to win the Big East championship. And like, if we have a day in practice that doesn't match that, um, it's not going to sit well. Fans coming out Monday, maybe, seeing your team for the first time weren't at you know the scrimmage or first night now get to get their first look at this team over these you know first couple games here how is this team going to differ on the court from what they saw last year in terms of you know style of play out there yeah I think you know from an identity standpoint I I think that 
really until the offensive improvement and, and evolution with last year's team, what always stood out about our teams were just uh, physicality, how hard we played, just the way we rebounded the ball on both backboards, just our intensity. And um, yeah, I don't know that that's exactly where it's been in the past. Um, you know, either through the types of players we're recruiting or our style of play. Um, I don't think that you'll notice that first. Maybe you'll notice, you know, just a, a more fluid, uh, you know, a, an offense that looks like it's ready for the season to start. I think we've worked really hard at the offensive end of the court um, with this group, and, and it showed in our in our close scrimmages with the way we performed, minus turning the ball over. So, um, you know, I, I, I think right now we're trying to find that defensive edge, that toughness edge, that that leadership. Um, but but it looks like a group that could be a very high powered offense, um, especially when Donovan's in there. I love the uh, the preseason video series you guys have been doing, and and in and in one of those, you're you're just barking at guys to be lions, be dogs. What what does that mean to you, and what are you looking for when when you're saying that to a player? It's just a, like an extraordinary competitive uh, will. Um, an ability when you come in here as a coach or a player um, and, and, and practice is about to begin or games about to start, or you're about to lift weights or do an individual workout that you become a different person. Um, you become, a, you know, a, just a, a completely ruthless competitor and um, bring an extraordinary level of, of energy and enthusiasm um, you know, to, to your, your passion for, for what we're all doing together. This is like 11 months a year, uh, Jared, and like we sacrifice a lot with our family. You, you sacrifice a lot with your family yeah. and, and, and any type of personal life when you commit to sport, like at this level. So it's like, you better be a dog. I mean, you better want it at a level that normal people can't understand. As, as you look towards the roster that you have this year, and I know you've referenced the big three you had last year, now the big three you're working towards this year. How, how are you feeling about that group from a leadership perspective as you head into the season in just a few days? Yeah, I just think, um, you know, that we're well positioned with, uh, you know, I, I think we have a, a four and five combination with, with Alex and Donovan that, you know, that, that would uh, you'd be hard pressed to find, you know, a, a better combination at the four and five than what those two guys potentially bring yeah. to the table. Um, and then with Tristan and, and, and Cam, I think you, you've got you got two older guys um, you know, that have, that have scored a lot of points, that have um, that have a lot of experience. In Tristan's case, he's he only won the national championship. In Cam's case, um, you know, he's a really good. Uh, you know, really, really good two-way player uh, with a lot of maturity and and a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of traits that we admire with his intangibles too. So it's like you know we returned the big three, and then and then we added and we added Cam and another veteran. So um, you know, I think it's a that it's, it's a great four um, to put out there. Yeah, when when you look outside that four, I I know a name that you know. You, you look at what UConn social media is like, everyone's a buzz for Samson. It seems like uh, no, no one really knows what to expect. You know, I haven't seen him play a ton. 
um, give everyone uh, a little bit more fodder there in terms of uh, what to expect from him this season. Well, you know, I think p- part of Samson's, uh, you know, two years here was like freshman year. You know, we had a loaded front court. Um, and, and we've exclusively tried to play him at the four. Now, part of it was a lack of physical strength, but, um, you know, part of it was, um, you know, the, the way that we envisioned playing him. And, and um, so that's year one. Year two, he has a very good preseason and plays very well in the close scrimmages. But then, you know, he, he suffers the injury early in the opener and misses a ton of time. And, and um you know, kind of the team formed and it was, and it was impossible to try to get him back into the mix. Uh, so I think playing center bodies developed. Um, I just think it's a great, it's the perfect position for him in modern basketball um, for whatever he loses in, 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 in low, 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 low post uh, strength and physicality. He just gives you a compliment to Donovan as a movement center and uh as 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 a much different type of of center player that could give us um a one two punch again at center which is uh when you got a one two punch yeah. at center it's devastating uh, another guy that that seemed to be highlighted in the the last video series you guys put out and and another guy that that's a veteran player is, is Hassan Diar and it seems like he brings you some some good leadership he's a vocal guy out there what are you seeing from him uh, and what he brings to this team yeah, I mean, we need him desperately this year. When we talk about, you know, trying to do the things we're trying to do, um, players like Hassan Diara being better than he was last year for us is like critical for us doing that. We need a veteran guard, like off the bench to come in and stabilize and and be a pest defensively and, and you know, and, and, and make enough, you know, good open shots and not turn the ball over and, um, you know, and just, and just give us quality minutes and, um, you know, and he's got a big personality and I think this team in some ways, you know, lacks in personalities, uh, like we had last year. So, um, we need him. As you, you, have been around, uh, the game a while as a head coach, you've been a lot through a, a lot of freshmen. What are you seeing out of this class so far that's uh, impressed you about this group? Well, I mean, Steph is, is, um, uh, again, we're, now we're, we're watching his, you know, clips yesterday from the Harvard close scrimmage, um, you know, and, and, and he had made, um, you know, some some typical freshman mistakes uh, that could cause you to lose games, like like getting back cut and not knowing where the ball is on defense and staring at the ball while your guy's on the offensive glass and not blocking. I like that, turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. Um, so like these things are like typical with, with staff that are a problem right now that we're trying to coach out of them, but his physical ability is impressive. I mean, no, um, just his ability to get on the court and, and, and make an impact right away. I mean, uh, he's by far the, the best freshman that way for us. Um, he's physical. Uh, he's really good off the dribble. His shooting is not going to be a problem. Um, you know, he's easily a double figure scorer. And, you know, I think that's what makes that, 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 that starting group. So, uh, you know, so dangerous is I think that uh, you could have five double figure scorers that start. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosal's meets. 
This fourth-generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosal's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosalsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview. Kind of go through the, this roster just Going down down the list here, you know, you, you mentioned Tristan earlier, and I know he got a lot of slack last year for a flack last year for, uh, you know, UConn didn't really have a point guard and he proved everyone wrong, clearly. Uh, how are you feeling about him heading into this season, you know, increasing that role as that guard and leader of the team? He's going to get, you know, Tristan's going to get an opportunity for every, you know, everything that he came back here for. Um, you know, I think last year he, probably doesn't get enough credit for the success and, you know, and I don't think criticism was exclusive to him. I think, you know, we all get it here when it's not going well. So um, I think he's over that, uh, that, that aspect of, uh, of, of that external noise. Um, you know, the table set for him, he, he's got to prove this year that, that he could be the driving force behind the team that goes and, wins the Big East championship, gets to a final four, wins a national championship. Like, you know, he proved that he could be a really good player on a national championship team, but prove now that you're an all-conference player, prove now that you could be the driving force behind that team. And with him, it's 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 engagement. It's it's uh, you know, it's personality, it's it's you know, it's it's being ready to go. It, it it's it's playing every possession at your absolute best. And um that's what we need from him this year. One thing I love about college basketball is watching these guys really grow and, and develop. So, you know, especially from that first year into the second year, and you, you've got two of those guys with, with Alex and Donovan. How big of a jump have you seen them make, you know, from where they were last year to where they are heading into this season? Yeah, I, I just think the, the confidence level from just what they were a part of, uh, what they contributed to it. Like, you know, when you play in front of 75,000 people and – and play great basketball. You know, it's like the confidence that you get from that. I think for both guys is enormous. Um, and, and they're they both love to play. They're they they fit into our culture here. Um, you know, they're just you know they're gym rats. They're they're all about UConn. You know, they're they're, they're bleed blue guys. Um, you know, that, that are all in. I think we all uh, you know with me, they think the same things. I think they 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 say the same things. I say. And, um, you know, every aspect of their game is improved. And, uh, you know, again, for someone, Tristan, now they get a chance uh, to show that, you know, they could be the the, the leading men. Yeah. As you, you head towards the uh, the start of the season here, I know you've had some intense practices. I know we saw a picture of you hobbled in the uh, corner of the floor. How, how you feeling? You, you fresh <laughs> heading into the season here? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, that was a particularly draining practice. Um, I think that was that was maybe like the ring ceremony. You know, we we had a lot of recruiting going on, ring ceremony that day. We practiced on on the women's side that day, and um, you know, I just think, <laughs> you know, it, we, obviously during the off season, um, you know, it was a different type of off season for us more more recognition, more celebration, you know, but, but we, um, I think we were, we were smart when there were opportunities to take 
some some small pockets of time off as a staff. We did it when the players weren't on campus and there was no recruiting going on. We recharged the battery. And um, I mean, we all just love our work. I mean, we are all just basketball people that just love being a part of this cult that we're in. You know, like this this isn't a team for us, man. This is uh, in our minds, like UConn basketball is a cult. So, um, you know, um, it's not exhausting. Although, you know, you, you want people to see, you know, parents of the kids you're recruiting, parents of the players you're coaching, send a message to the staff, send a message to everybody that you, you should feel that way by the time work's done, you know, <laughs> you should be exhausted. Oh, you, you still having some time to, uh, to get some painting done and, and relax a little bit? You know what? I've been uh, just mostly conceptualizing um, Tom's painting, Tom Moore. You know, he, uh, he's been sad uh, in a way with... Um, yeah, Kamani got got a got a painting. Luke has got a painting. Tom's been been with me longer. He's been you know he's been here for three national championships now. He knows knows everything here. Mister Tolland, um, he wants his painting. So uh, I'm early stages of that project. All right, all right. I, I've got some other fun ones here just to kind of wrap things up a a, a little bit. I I know you're a big reader. Uh, best book you read in the off season? Hmm. Uh, Victor Frankel's Man's Search for, for Meaning. Yeah. Again, the summer, because I was feeling, you know, just, uh, you know, after you win the championship, kind of, uh, th- there's a little bit of an emotional bankruptcy too, a cliff you kind of fall off. So I, I I needed to get back to like purpose-driven. So I reread that and that had a good impact. There you go. Um, I know uh, one of the fun things you guys got to do this offseason was take that trip uh, overseas to Europe. And uh, I know one of the best parts about going to Europe is the food. So what's the best thing you ate overseas there? Um, The paella, I would say, in Barcelona. It's a nice seafood paella. There you go. Um, I know it's a, a a big one Sunday night with the uh, the Bills and the Bengals there. Bengals starting to turn the corner. Uh, how you feeling there? Joe Burrow. I mean, if the, you know when, when he's healthy, you know it's, it's you know he's one of the best two or three quarterbacks in, in the NFL and incredibly well coached. They got really the front. I mean, they're, they're talented up and down the roster. I mean, they. Uh, they, they look they look like they're going to be there again I'll, I'll end with this one i i know you've said that a lot of the you know celebratory things from last year have come and gone and now it's on to this season but there, there still is one more and that'll be monday night when that ba- banner's raised at gamble you know you'll have the have the place packed hopefully no one's got their flannel on and in the the blue and white there I, i'll plug that for you again um you know, what's it going to feel like being on the on the sideline there, you know, being a part of that and, and really seeing that all truly come to an end and, and then kicking off the next season? Yeah, I, I just think, Jared, the timing of a lot of these things is, is um, and don't get me wrong, like UConn has made it easy, made, made it look easy to win national championships. But um, you look, you know, across you know, college basketball, it, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, so, you know, and it's not a, a lack of appreciation for it, but, you know, for me, 
it just it, it comes at a horrible time <laughs> you know like the last thing that any of us are thinking about players coaches um you know Luke who has the scout or, or like is what we did last year so you know, we, we've tried to minimize our role in it as much as possible and you know I hope that the fans aren't offended or or you know the the athletic department here but we, we've just tried to minimize um our participation in the in the banner raising I think like you know half that team's not here let the fans enjoy it. Uh, let the students enjoy it. Let all you guys enjoy it. Just let me just, I just want to be in the locker room getting ready for Northern Arizona. And then I'm sure I'll look up at it during the anthem and quickly say, wow, that was pretty cool. And maybe post game, I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'll crush a beer um, and, and look up at the banner, but yeah. All right. Well, well, coach, I, I really appreciate you taking some time as we head towards the season here. Uh, hopefully this does the trick again for you and we'll have you back on next year again. Uh, and we'll have some fun with it. So thanks so much as always. Appreciate it. Sounds good, man. I wanted to be able to make an appearance on the, um, our Alex Caravan's podcast too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have you on for one. Well, this yeah. was big. This is, he's on here, right? This is. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. I mean, I've arrived as a coach. If I could get on anything that AK's on. All right. All right. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll work that out. We'll, we'll get you back on. We'll, we'll have Alex on, uh, on with you. And, uh, if you need me to pump him up in any way, let me know. Uh, I'll do what I can as a, as a fellow podcast co-hoster with him to uh, get him going. <laughs> All right, Jared, man. Have a good winter. You do. Thanks. Later. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut scoreboard podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT scoreboard pod. The host at Jared Cutler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.